Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We Are Calvin podcast. Because Calvin is not just a place, it's a people. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Supervalue GA podcast brought to you by We Are Kevin. On today's show, we're going to be looking ahead to the plan for 2023 and further beyond for Kevin coaching in games. It was delivered um, in Kingspan Brefney in the, the museum, um, the night of the Armagh game, to all the coaching officers. A really good plan. We'll catch up with Kevin Shields um, a little bit later on on the show just to go through that plan Um before that, I want to bring your attention, folks, to a couple of podcasts over on the Die Hard service. That's on patreon.com forward slash we are Calvin. We have an in-depth interview with the former secretary of Calvin GEA, 17 years um, as secretary of Calvin GEA, Liam McCabe, as he's retired. Um, so some great stories there as he sat down with Paul Fitzpatrick um, about the role and about the different events that would have happened over his time um, involved with Calvin GEA. We also have a review of the Cavan Tyrone Dr. McKenna Cup semi final and the overall result of the McKenna Cup from a Cavan point of view. Um, that's also on the Die Hard service over on patreon.com forward slash we are Cavan. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead, and the surrounding counties. For over 50 years, a family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. So I'm delighted to be joined by coaching officer for Cavan County Board, Kevin Shields. Um, after a launch, or maybe I'm not sure is the launch the right word, but a week ago, you, uh, you yourself and Darren McCabe, GDM for Cavan GA, brought um, the coaching officers from each of the clubs into Kingspan Brefney before the RMI game in the McKenna Cup and gave a presentation of what exactly is going to go on for the next year and, and into the future. Um, I have to say, coming out from it, I was enthused and excited by it. Um, I thought it was a really, really good plan, Kevin. First and foremost, congratulations to yourself and Darren, but obviously a lot of work went into it. Yeah, no, thanks, Damien. Um, yeah, listen, this plan, uh, just to, to take it back a little bit, is is probably, as we mentioned at the meeting, eight, 18 months at least in the making. Um, one, you know, like, you know, Coming out of uh, the post-COVID era, and uh, I suppose losing losing a number of coaches uh, in that era, and and since that, um, has just put uh, you know that's why it's been so slow to come. I think Croke Park have, you know, Croke Park had put uh, a few stumbling blocks in terms of um, not allowing us to hire uh, extra coaches, and that's why I can feel that uh, there was a sense of frustration out there in the clubs. 
that there wasn't, um, you know, there was a lack of coaching from coaching and games. But that's, it's, it's unfortunately your hands are tied in a lot of that there. So this has been coming on uh, for the last 18 months. And myself and Dermot, um, mostly Dermot in fairness, has been working very, very hard and closely on this plan. So, yeah, so we presented it at a convention there uh, in December to all the clubs. And listen, it was, it was received uh, very well. And but the audience, our audience, I suppose, as coaches and coach educators, I suppose, is, is the is the club coaches, and that's why we uh, held the, the meeting last Wednesday night with all the club coaching officers. So we 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 get into kind of the the summary on it, I suppose. But there there are three different roles now um, in terms of the county board will be employing. One is the the GPO, which is the games promotion officers. Um, now, obviously, there has to be recruitment done to fill those roles. Are there any, currently, are there any games promotion officers in Cavan employed? And how many will there be by the end of January or, or the hope to be employed by the end of January? Well, we've termed, um, you can get mixed up in a lot of the um, ter- terminology that's going to be used here, GPO and a GDA and an FDO. But um, I suppose what we're recruiting for at the moment is... Um, is, is coaches and GPOs and what they're going to do is they're going to, primarily their work is going to be based in the national schools now, it, it's a require it's a Croke Park funding requirement that we obviously have to satisfy certain areas of coaching one of those is coaching in the schools so that's what we're recruiting for we've lost a number of coaches so we're recruiting that and we hope to take on board um, another four coaches out of that so um, by the end of by the end of this month and they're primarily going to be in the national schools. Ideally, we'd like to be in every national school in Calvin once every other week, essentially. Which, which essentially will, will give them plenty of plenty of work to be doing across all national schools. A lot of national schools in Calvin. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, there's about six, eight, or nine um, national schools. And um, then somewhere, obviously, they're going to be facilitating cool camps because we have one of the highest, probably outside of Antrim. We are the highest attended and number of camps, cool camps in Ulster. We would be the we would be that one of the highest in the country, uh, certainly for a rural, a rural county. So there's going to be plenty of work for the GPOs. Um, a GDA then would be the next level up, and that's what we have at the moment in terms of Keith Green and um, Dan and Jack Wharton. Uh, so unfortunately, we've lost Jack now. Jack's head off to um, Australia for a year. So. But um, it's a career break, so he hopefully, you know, hopefully he'll be back in, in a year's time, if not sooner, hopefully, from our point of view. But um, that's your GDAs. The GDA um, will work in post-primary schools and they'll be working with the, with TY to deliver its leader courses and then the athletic development sessions within the post-primary schools in Cavan. Yes, essentially what they would read, um, their time now with the GPOs coming on board, their time will be freed up. So they'll be able to concentrate a little bit more in the post-primary sector and uh, with nine, nine post-primary schools. And hopefully we can get to a stage where we're visiting them schools twice a week. Okay. That's the case, you know, they're delivering um, TY leadership programs, uh, foundation coaching programs, referee courses, uh, strength and condition, athletic development um, to Cavan players essentially in, in through the schools, but they also work very, very closely with Andre Quinn um, and work with their development squads and the athletic development there as well. So they're, they're their hands full and they deliver your um, your 
the old foundation coaching courses, which is now called Introduction to Coaching uh, Gaelic Games, Award One courses, and then other workshops as well. So they have, they have a full timetable, and in fairness to them, they're stretched to the maximum at the moment with the lack of resources, I suppose. But with it, but hopefully by the end of this month, we should be in a much better position. And again, the the hope would be to have four full time GDAs. Yeah, well, yeah. So so I suppose um, when we're recruiting, um, it does take. It does take an element of time for a GPO maybe to um, progress into a, a, a GDA. Um, and so with our recruitment of GPOs, it, it, it may be a case where um, in six months' time or a year's time that they progress into uh, into GDAs as well. So, And that's in addition to the ones we have. Okay, okay. And then the, the total role that, and this is a new role, and this is something I, I think is a huge addition, but the FDOs that you mentioned and the FDO model, which is, a football development officer, I think I'm right saying, is it? Yeah, well, listen, this is just a term that myself and, and Dermot attached to it. Um, I suppose it's keeping with the GEA and all their little uh, roles. So a football development officer is essentially, um, we've recruited four of them and they're going to, their sole focus is club coaching, club, coach the coaches in the clubs. And, and uh, you know, so it's every club, we will have access to an FDO essentially. So I suppose it came on board um, famously. I suppose Dublin would have, you know, put coaches into every club. You know that they're funded in a different way. Calvin's funded, unfortunately, but um, it's a little bit like that type of a model. But we're trying to use the best of the resources we have. So those FDOs to to these are highly skilled coaches. These are most of them were were formerly. Uh, full-time employees with, with Cavan GA or have been coaching at, at the highest level around Cavan and, and inter-county even. That's correct, yeah. Um, listen, the, the two of them, um, two of them are ex, that we've lost uh, from from since uh, since COVID, two, two for uh, staff, um, Andy McGovern and Chris Conroy. They're coach educators, so they would deliver, um, they're used to delivering uh, two clubs, coaches, and two, uh, you know, they're used to delivering award one coaching courses and foundation coaching courses. So they're highly skilled in that, in the, in the delivering of coach education. And then we've got, um, Jody Clark, who's, who's a very experienced coach and also Dar McCarthy, who's ex- extremely experienced. And he's going to, um, take an el- a real niche market element of the coaching in terms of, uh, goalkeeper. And yeah, we'll jump into that maybe a little bit later on in in terms of the specific role on it. But so to get them, they basically are going to be their their number one task is to improve the level of coaching within the clubs, which, again, should be a feeder into then academies and development squads and and, and county teams. But the the breakdown then of their work, the, the hope would be that they can get out to the clubs. Um, what is the breakdown? It, it's each club. We'll get six visits per year, is it? Yeah, so so it's broken down. We've like the plan that myself uh, and Dermot would have come up with, and, and then we uh, sort of presented it to the cabin management committee. Was it's basically essentially budgeted for about two hundred and forty visits. So if you break that down, it's about six visits per forty clubs. Now, what the way it'll work is, there's uh, some clubs as they're amalgamated at, at juvenile level, we reduce that down. I think it's about thirty four. Clubs are either standalone or amalgamated amalgamated units. So essentially, they're going to get about 
six visits. So that may that may entail five specialized visits and then maybe a regional visit, which would be the goalkeeping visit. Yes. Yeah. So six, and there could be two, there could be two of those. So it, it may be actually even seven visits. Okay. But that's per that's per club as well. So the what we want to do here is we want to ensure, and you said it right, is across the board in Cavan, increase the standard of the coaching that's going on in the clubs. Um, so we want to make sure that every club or every joint club is a villain of, 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 of what's on offer, essentially. And that's going right down from nurseries, so your, your four-year-olds, up to your 17-year-olds, the under-17s or the minors. Yes, so initially, and this will be rolled out um, very, very soon, probably beginning of February, is the, the initial visits is most, most likely going to concentrate on the nursery, um, the nursery element of it. So we hope to have, by the end of March, every club covered, every club covered in the nursery side of things. So that can involve, like each visit could be about two hours, two and a half hours long, um, where... The, the coach comes in, uh, discusses with the club coaches of say under nines down to under sixes, uh, discusses the session with them, goes out, performs and delivers the session, looks for feedback, and then does the same thing for maybe 10, 11 year olds. So it's broken down very, very specifically, and it should be given the, the coaches in the clubs enough um, enough ammunition or enough information and to, to be able to put a session together themselves. So, yeah, the, the idea being is that these FD, FDOs aren't going to go in and coach the players. They're coaching the coaches. So it's, it's That's very, very important, uh, Damien, because there's no point in bringing Andy McGovern out or Chris Conroy or Jody Clark into a club to take your under-15 team or your under-13 team and the coaches have a night off. That isn't, and that won't be basically allowed to happen because that's, that's, not, a, that's not improving anybody. And um, what we want to do is we want to make sure that while well, they might use the under 13 and the under 15 players, that there's plenty of coaches there who are taking snippets up of information of everything that's been done. And by the end of the year, that it's not they're not coming out and taking sessions. Maybe they're coming out and viewing and assessing the club coaches. And essentially, that's putting a little bit of onus back on the, on the clubs and the club coaches to improve themselves. Which, which is absolutely brilliant. It, it, it goes back to that old one, you know, give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day, you know. Absolutely, yeah. Well, well, that's it. There's no point, there's no point in Calvin GEA, you know, paying coaches essentially to go out and take teams so guys can have a day off or a night off. And I, listen, I don't think that that's going to happen, you know. So I'd like to think that, you know, clubs, clubs, like you were in the room last Wednesday night, clubs were, it was very, very positive. Clubs are eager that we've had a lot of feedback um, since that night. And, I, you know, I think it's going to be as at a county board meeting, even on Monday night. And, and uh, you know, people were talking about it. So it is, I think it's going to be, you know, bought into by the clubs. And I hope so. I suppose that is the important thing out of this is that as and it is an exceptionally well put together plan and it's funded really well by, by Cavan GEA. It, it is it is going to be successful once the clubs buy in. The clubs really have to be, and that's the last key to this, isn't it? The clubs have to avail of the offering that's been put in front of them. Well, when we say it there, we've got, uh, we budget for about 240 visits. Now, myself and Dermot are fully hell-bent on delivering 240 visits to the clubs. So if a club 
is not engaging with us or the coaches are taking a night off when the coaches do come out to them. The club coaches are taking a night off or there's no, there's no club coaches coming out and learning, you know, when, our, when we send the coaches out. They won't be getting any more sessions. You know, if they're not engaging or they're not playing ball by, by, by this, then it could be a case where another club who, like, another club can take up more visits. Like, we're, you know, I don't want a situation in come de- beginning of September where we still have 120 visits to deliver and we've only got a few weeks to do it. I want to make sure, I, I, we, you know, ideally we want to be running out of visits because we've done so many of them. And if, that, and if a club takes eight visits or nine visits and that means that another club's losing out because they haven't engaged, unfortunately, that's, that's just going to have to happen. Now, in order to improve the standard of capital throughout the board, we'd like all clubs to follow. But Yeah, well, it's, 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 a brilliant, it's a brilliant plan and it's a great opportunity for clubs with any ambition to try to improve their own standards by availing of these, these expert coaches. And, and, and I, per, I personally love the, the specific role that Darren McCarthy it gives that goalkeeping role, which can be neglected in a lot of clubs, but bringing the regions together, I think that's a really key part to the success of this or the potential success of it. Well, it is. And I suppose, like, I've been involved with development squads in the last year or two and as well. And so goalkeeping is, um, sure, everybody knows how important a goalkeeper is. And a club and a club level, and there isn't there isn't a huge conveyor belt of goalkeepers um, necessarily coming through at the moment. And I suppose with these regional sessions and opening it up to to players to get involved in these regional sessions as well, it might just you know light a spark in in some players, you, you know, and also highlight the club coaches and to, like every, everybody's aware. No, no matter if it's under seven, under seventeen, or senior, you know. A, a good goalkeeper is vital, you know. It's vital, and it's a so that's having a specific coach for that. And Dar is also involved, you know. He's going to, you know, he's uh, enthusiastic about coaching language, and you know the way coaches should should you know speak to players and stuff. So he's going to bring a lot of that into his sessions as well. So it's not just on the goalkeeping side of things. So yeah, yeah, no, it's, that is an exciting uh, part of it. Like we've we've a we've a. Rich history of great goalkeepers in Calvin, and we just want to make sure that that continues. Yeah, um, bringing it back then into the club visits, it's going to be broken down um, with with the the FDOs. So the, the the visit breakdown is that there's goal games that the targets are goal games, uh, warm up and fitness. Then two tactical game sessions. Obviously, the goalkeeper sessions that we mentioned, which will be re- regional, and then you have the assess and report at the end of it. So it's a start to finish program for any club to avail of that. That from right down to the, the very basics of it up to the tactical end of it, which will be obviously in the latter stages of of development, the fifteen year old, probably fourteen, fifteen year old plus. Yeah, um, absolutely, and, and and each element of that planned out in the sense that you know as you say from nurseries right up to the tactical element of it and you know those tactical sessions will will be delivered mostly during the summer um and that's very very important too and then the assessment report what you're talking about you know that's just where it comes full circle is you know we have coaches going out and explaining sessions and explaining about planning um delivering on those session plans and then coming back and by the end of the end of the year, 
it's the coaches themselves who are preparing the plans, delivering the sessions and being assessed. And, uh, you know, as Dermot mentioned there last Wednesday night, it's not to catch anybody out. It's not to, it's not to show anybody's feelings. The best way of learning is in groups of coaches talking together, chatting it out. Well, what, what went well, what went, what didn't go so well. And that is the best way that coaches will learn. In my, in my, in my opinion, in my experience, that is what makes coaches better. Yeah. It's the sharing of ideas and, and, and the assessing of not everything is going to go perfectly smoothly in, in, in the first year, but the fact that at the end of it, we can assess together and everybody can come together and make a plan for the next rollout of it, of it this time next year again. And that's, I think, I think that's a vital, vital part in it. Yeah. Well, if you can imagine this time next year and even this time two years time, when we are a year down the lane, having done this, how much more advanced this plan will be this time next year. And, you know, you're not going into your um, under, under nines, 11s coaches and from, the, from, the, from a low base, you're going to be getting in at a higher base and then taking them to another level again. So it's not a, you know, this, once we get after, you say that there, once we get after year one, and there will be hiccups and there will be this, that and the other. But going forward, you know, th- th- this, this should really, really improve the standard of coaching. Which, yeah. in fairness, you know, I, 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 I'm of the opinion that there's so many great coaches out there in Cavan, um, and we just need to, you know, up the level of everybody. Yeah. The, within that, then, there's also the opportunity for two club coaches to attend monthly workshops over the year. Can you give me a little detail on that? Yeah, so th- this is an, a, um, sort of an offshoot of, of what... Um, of the, of the whole plan. And I suppose uh, the, the history of it comes back into uh, I know during COVID and I would have done it myself with also GA would have been a mentoring program. And this is bringing, this is bringing a more practical and Calvin element to that. Essentially what we're looking to do is every club, so all 40 clubs will nominate two coaches from, from their club. And essentially they're going to come in and work with the FDOs. The FDOs are going to mentor them on a, on a twice, twice monthly basis and um, and they're going to cover a number of topics, both theory and and um, practical. So over the space of six to eight months, and what we've what again, if you're thinking about that, you know, if we have, if we can get 60, 80, 60 to eighty coaches in year one, that sixty to eighty coaches is they're guys who we we want. They're go back into clubs. They're going back into clubs. Better coaches, mm. and um, next year you're going to be the same number. You know, so that's the number of coaches at a high, very, very high level. We would put this content at a greater level than the War Two okay. in, in the GA. So it's very, very practical and and age appropriate. And so the the some of the the stuff that will be covered in it is obviously session planning, uh, game analysis. Um, there'll be fitness through the ball, tactical session planning, athletic development. Uh, kick out strategies both for and against um then you'll have like your your under 11 game uh or sorry club player um assessment tactical sessions again and then guest speaker so th- these 80 coaches are going to get the opportunity to get in look at maybe some county sessions look at academy sessions see how the 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 analysis works see how the planning works see how the fitness works all this end that are as you say, at that level, just maybe that bit above club football. So it'll also feed into the the next plan, which we'll talk about, which is 
the academies, these coaches will then be better prepared to go in and help out with the academies. Absolutely. And that's the idea. That's, that's, that's the idea. The more coaches we can get involved and the more coaches of a certain standard we can get involved um, with the academies, the better as well, you know. And it's not, it's not a huge, while it is a commitment of time, it is, it, it, it's essentially 16 sessions across an eight to 10 month period. So it'll, it'll not be, you, you, you can do it while still being over an under 17 team or an under 15 or under 13 team in the club. Yeah, well, that was all, that's always been the sort of um, the conundrum about getting coaches involved. Like, we don't want to take the best coaches away from clubs, uh, either into academies or into, into, um, into, into programs such as this. So we want to make sure that their best coaches are also staying in their clubs and are bringing along other coaches and then delivering for their own teams. But this is an, it's an absolutely unbelievable opportunity for the coaches in those clubs to take part in this. And what I find in my experience is a lot of coaches, you know, are excellent coaches. And it's just a little bit of confidence that they might need that, oh, you know, a county development squad session is, oh, it must be just fantastic. You know, a lot of them are actually doing a lot of the stuff anyway in the clubs, but they just maybe don't have the confidence to, to, to bring that forward into an academy squad or into, or, 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 or to showcase it in front of other coaches. And through this program, we hope to, you know, basically give them confidence, um, enlighten them in certain certain ways, and uh, basically it'll, it'll be a sharing of information, which would be the main thing as well, you know. Yeah, I, I love I love the idea of we hear so much of, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts around coaching and stuff, but you hear coaches coming in and saying, "Oh, well, you know, what I did was I went to this manager and asked, could I come and observe a session?'" Well, this takes out them having to go and ask. They're going to get the opportunity to to see the highest level within Cav and the, the top quality coaching that is going on. So it's it, it, yeah. it's a brilliant idea. Yeah, like uh, even last year, like we would have done it with our the academy squad coaches. Um, we would have done a very, very, it was a more condensed version of this. The guys who were involved, including myself with the academy squads last year, 2022, uh, we would have delivered, it was four or five sessions um, of coach education for that and one of them was um, uh, uh, you know you had the plan the session plan from Marty Corey um, Marty Corey was then miked up and he delivered a, he delivered a cabin uh, a cabin senior team training session well we had the plan and he was miked up and we could listen to him so you know that's it they're, they're, that's exciting things that uh, these these coaches can look forward to as well you know it's absolutely brilliant. The final thing I want to touch on, on Kevin, is the development squads, the academies, um, as you were talking about, and there is going to be the recruitment of an academy manager. Um, can you tell us a bit about that role and, and what it will entail? Because it's slightly, obviously, one side of this. Up to this, it's been focused on, or, or what we've spoken about is focused on clubs and schools. This is off to the other side of it. Yeah, well, you'll remember, Damien, last year, or was it 20, the end of 2021, 2021, the convention 2021, there was a report, um, the coaching and player pathway report that I was, I was part of um, in the subcommittee developing that report. And it focused, there was the three main areas of focus was clubs, schools, and academies. So in terms of coaching, that is. So... Essentially, what's happened since then, and even prior to that, we were doing it anyway, was 
what's our what's coaching and games response to that report essentially so so we've seen what we've talked about here tonight or today is the club response this is our response and how we're dealing with that in terms of the club um the schools was the additional gpos etc and so the second element is the academy so that report recommended the, an academy manager so an academy manager is essentially coming in and basically building on what is being done in the academies and probably just take that little bit step further so because they can focus solely on those academies so they will the, the academy manager will work closely with the fdos in the mentoring program that we've just spoken about with the two coaches per clubs because they're going to want to be looking at these coaches and say well who's going to be available for academies but um with regards to academy manager uh in terms of recruitment now that is just stalled a little bit in the sense that we're just waiting on clarification coming from Coke Park because they're they're working on they're working on structures within counties so we hope to have sort of answers in that by the end of this month middle of middle of February is essentially and then we can go ahead and just recruit for an academy manager okay okay and and the the academy manager from my understanding is that it, it is externally funded. Kingspan have come in to to help with that. That's correct. Yeah, that's correct. So um, we just have to. There's there's just HR sort of um, not complications, but HR things with regards to Croke Park. Croke Park wants counties to go a certain way in terms of their HR structures, and we're just waiting. Um, as a lot of counties are currently waiting at the moment until Croke Park have essentially finalize the report which to tell us it's going to be the end of January um, so that's that's what we're waiting on before we can go out and just recruit this person okay and this this person then will be overseeing so they will I'd imagine put a manager in for you're on the 14s or the 15s they won't be directly manager of any of these it'll be overseeing and being involved in making sure the standards are 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 implemented or structures around um, what another 14 squad is meant to do, what another 15 squad is meant to do, and, and kind of put a more structured planning process towards that. Absolutely. That's, that, 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 will, that will be the idea. So it's um, essentially that, yes, you're looking at somebody who's going to put the structures, um, build, build on the structures, and essentially you know work closely with these FUOs, get the coaches involved. Um, and, and make sure that runs that runs smoothly because there is there there is an awful lot of work um, actually being involved with academies myself that you don't actually realize the level of work and the, the, even the logistics that's involved in that so they, that they will um, that that'll be the responsibility of that. Yeah, there is there's definitely a huge a huge amount involved, but the the, the work is uh, is definitely improving. I, I I have to say because I wanted to have you on I. I Obviously, I'm very involved and, and enthusiastic around the, the coaching end of things, and, uh, and 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 sometimes outspoken about when 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 I uh, when I like things to be or I'd like more to be done. The work is is starting to happen. It, we can see even in in the reporting convention, um, like the under fifteen squads, the, the work has been doubled over the last two three years. The number of sessions has been doubled. The under sixteen squads the same. Like there there is movement in the right direction. I think it's important to highlight that. And this plan, because both the academy manager and the plan that yourself and Dermot um, highlighted with with the the GDAs, G, GDOs, and the uh, and the, the the FDOs, all these roles, I think is a huge positive, and, and and there's a lot of moves that are happening in the right direction that can lead Calvin back up to the top table. 
Oh, definitely. Um, definitely. And listen, I can see players coming through the academy squads at the moment who, you know, we are top, we, we are, we are, you know, up there. It's just, it's just trying to get a piece in it together, you know. Um, and I think, you know, you should have seen it yourself with the under twenties, you know, like they're, in, they're not very far away. Um, you know, we had an excellent minor team last year. Um, they were just unlucky that. Tyrone and Derry, who have historically had brilliant minor teams, that they met the two of them. And, you know, with, uh, I know I was involved with under-15s last year. We got to a national final last year. We were only beaten by two points against Kerry um, in that final. So there's, there is, there's play, the players are in Cavan. The players are in Cavan. And the coaches are in Cavan. And there'll be more coaches in Cavan. And this is just piecing all these little bits that will hopefully, you know, sustain. It's, it's a sustained plan that, you know, we'll, we'll bring Cavan up a level and keep them there. Yeah. Well, look, the important thing is now it's bought into everybody that, that across the clubs, across the county, that we all get our shoulder to the wheel and, 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 and buy into it and put a bit of work into it. It will reap dividends for the club, first and foremost. And that's probably what maybe a lot of the listeners will be focused on. But what we'll see is a higher standard of club player as a result of all of this work. Yeah, well, I think I think clubs will buy into it because um, any little sort of innovation that comes that comes from say it's from the top down, say say from from Cavan GA down and through the clubs, clubs are clubs, clubs are generally very very good. Like I'll give you an example that um, that we coached in games last year. We twenty twenty one we uh, brought in a new competition, an under twelve competition, which is run at the end of the youth board competitions, and every club is involved in that. And it's, it's, it's run off a different type of format. Like, you know, there's three teams on the day. So the, you have two games on the one day and it's run in a certain way. And every club is based into that. And the enthusiasm, the enthusiasm around that being a new innovative little competition is fantastic. It, it grew even bigger in 2022. And, and so I have no doubt that this being a new innovative plan that the clubs are going to buy into this and they're just, they're just going to mop it all up. And that's that, that's that's exciting. It's pressure. It's pressure because it has to be delivered. Yeah. And in fairness, the pressures you know on culture and game to deliver it. And there's and but we're in a position now where this is going to be rolled out at the beginning of February. Mm-hmm. I'll have to say, and, and and again, it's it's compliments to yourself and to Dermot because yeah. to, to publicly put out this plan means that that is our is our backing it is are confident that you can do it and 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 you are saying that we are going to push this thing forward so it's a huge huge uh, a huge ambitious plan but it's one that i i, I know you are confident and, and capable of delivering so well done well done and, and uh, look we we'll, we'll keep close eyes on it thank you thank you Folks, that brings us to the end of another edition of the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast on We Are Cavan. Hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to check out our Patreon service over on patreon.com forward slash We Are Cavan, where you can pick up all the Diehards podcasts. And of course, our Cavan Lives podcast, which the last episode we done was with Castle Rahan's Kean McEnroe, who's now based down in Australia. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great stuff. And Larry has put it over the bar. It was hard, fast football after that. You're in Kevin, Was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Kevin to get come back into the big time? And then the cave, and it's over the lap, and Kevin are not buried yet. Kevin doing all they could to hold their lead. Good Derek McDonald, what a goal! Oh, yes! And over the bar, Vincent Cahill, what a day he is having! Oh, this is...
candy-legged farmers walking the roads near Virginia. Hurrah, yeah, hurrah, yeah. <laughs>